listening to The Poems of Catullus, a series devoted to the works of the Roman poet Gaius Valerius Catullus. The premise of Poem 64, a little wedding epic, may be the marriage of Peleus and Thaestus. However, over half of the poem is dedicated to the full exploration of intense emotion through the literary technique Ekphrastus. Of the 408 lines of the epic poem, 216 are dedicated to the ornate description of the coverlet decorating the marriage bed. The coverlet is a visual masterpiece depicting the myth of Ariadne, specifically highlighting her moments of loss and pain. The myth and the wedding are intertwined with allusions and images making for a difficult yet seamless piece of poetry. With its constant changes in subjects and perspective, as well as its complex historical allusions and intensely visual language, Catullus's miniature epic can be equated to T.S. Eliot's Wasteland. In this complex and somewhat elusive style, Catullus elaborates on the traditional wedding epic, and, through the myth of Ariadne, explores the intense emotions of love, both unrequited and lost. The form of the wedding poem is used frequently enough amongst Roman poets and their Greek predecessors to be considered a viable genre. The genre of the wedding poem originated in the tradition of the wedding song. Because of this origin, the poems are generally overwhelmingly celebratory in nature. The traditional wedding poem will narrate a specific tradition or custom within a marriage ceremony. By diverging so drastically to detailed description of the myth of Ariadne, Catullus is breaking the stereotypical boundaries of this genre. The myth of Ariadne is a commonly known Greek myth both now and in the time of Catullus. The basic premise is Ariadne, the daughter of King Minos, falls in love with a handsome stranger, the hero of Athens, Theseus. Theseus was sent to Crete to slay the Minotaur, and is successful with the help of Ariadne. Theseus then promises to take Ariadne back to Athens with him, but instead he abandons her alone on the beach. Then, miraculously, Dionysus comes to Ariadne's rescue, and the two are wed. This is the entire story. The section which Catullus chooses to focus on in Poem 64 is the moment when Ariadne has just been left alone on the beach, and there's no hope in sight. Of all the mythical allusions made throughout the poem, the Ariadne reference is the most striking. By adding details of ancient mythology, Catullus is deepening the emotion of the story. If the story of Abandoned were merely that of a random woman, the angst would not translate into a story in the proportions of gods and men. The emotion of the poem is furthered by its unconventional exploration. The intense sadness and loss of Ariadne is not described outright. Rather, it is described visually. Using the literary technique ekphrastis, which is the description of a piece of art within a narrative, Catullus is able to utilize immense visual language to convey the immense sadness of Ariadne. Catullus does this by emphasizing the visual senses of the reader. A prime example is Catullus's description of the grief-ridden Ariadne as a saxias bacentis, or a stone image of a raving woman. This colorful and contradictory image applies to the visual senses of the reader. Though the plot of Poem 64 is difficult to follow at best, the emotion that Catullus is conveying is thoroughly and openly expressed. Lines 60-72 through 72 best express the heightened emotion of Ariadne and Theseus' coverlet sequence. These lines depict Ariadne in a state of emotional turmoil, immediately after Theseus has left her stranded. Through the use of mythological characters and visual imagery, Catullus is able to bring immense emotion to his individual take on the wedding poem. Catullus, poem 64, lines 60-72, through 72, The Little Wedding Epic. Quem procul ex alga maestis minosis ocellis. Saxia ut effigis bacantis prospicit ehu. Prospicit et magnis curarum flotanta undis. Non flavoritennis sublitum reticimitram. Non conteca levi velatum pectus amitu. 
non tertiastrofu lactentis vinta papillas. Omnia quae toto delapsere corpore passim, ipsulis ante pedis fluctantus saldes aludebant. Sed neque tum mitrae, neque tum fluctantes amictus, illa vicem curans toto ex te pectore sesu. Toto animo, toto pendebat, perditamente. Misera sundus quam lucantibus externavit. Spinosas ercina serens in pectori curas. The weepy eyed daughter of Mino stands at a distance among the weeds. Like a marble statue of a raving woman, she looks at, alas. She looks forth as her concern fluctuates and sink with the great waves. She does not keep the fine spun headband on her golden hair, nor her chest concealed by her delicate dress, nor her milk white breasts bound with a twisted band. All of these, they have fallen off her whole body, playing before her feet and the salty waves. Her floating headband, her floating dress, are ignored, for her thoughts and mind are rested on being without you, Theseus. With all her soul, and with all her miserable lost mind, the miserable girl, whom Venus has maddened with grief, by sowing the thorny seeds of grief into her spirit.